I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our guest it has nothing to do with gorillas, but... <laughs> <laughs> but some people act like that. Want to get into the title of this book? This, this this book that was written about, as we as I said earlier, about all y'all, because we're all fans. Absolutely, we're fans of something. And I want to get this right, so please don't don't hold it against me. I want to, uh, David Sakoyak. Did I get that right? You got the David right, Sakoyak. <laughs> Sakoyak. Sakoyak. Good morning, Sakoyak. Forgive Good morning. Me, morning. Thanks for having me on. Oh, our pleasure. And let's start with this. Uh, again, fans have more fun, right? Excuse me. More fans friends. Fans have more friends. Yeah, fans. you could extend it to fun, too. Yeah, so uh, I've been doing research into, uh, with sports fans for years. Um, my my, uh, my co-author, Ben, who's at Fox Sports, um, you know, we, we started when I was working at the Knicks and Rangers. Um, and we, we were building off of this, this insight that is kind of obvious to anybody who's a sports fan, that to be a fan is to be part of a community, that you are going to games, you are watching games because of other people. There were other people involved. You weren't doing this alone. And we began studying further with, uh, when I started working for Ben at Fox Sports and saw this pattern, you know, whether it was for baseball or the NFL or the World Cup back in 2018 and gave us this hypothesis. Well, if this is true, if the social relationships are actually incentivizing what is fan behavior. When we think of it as like, oh, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just loyal to the team. But it really is, I have all these friends in this fantasy football league that I can't stop watching the NFL. Um, then fans should have more friends. So we developed a survey to test the proposition. And this was a few years back. And we've run it about a couple dozen times. And every time it shows, the more engaged of a fan you are, the more friends you have. The more engaged a fan you are, the more you value those relationships, the more you interact with those people. And the more engaged, this applies to family, the more engaged a fan you are, the closer you will report being to your mom, to your dad, to your spouse, to your kids. Okay, I guess that's interesting. I have a couple things. You're looking at me funny too, Sam, right? Go go ahead, go ahead. I just, I I think part-time fans like that, but you know what, I guess if you don't see fans for a little while, you're friends for a little while, you're still your friends, right? Because I think a lot of this doesn't necessarily have to do with the play on the field or on the court. It has to do with – because we talk about this all the time, uh, David. We have people who go out to Braves games just to drink, just, just to be out at the chop house, just to be there. And, again, it's a social setting, and those friends yep. go for all of those Braves, those home games. So I get what you're saying. Is that So it, it, how much of the – is it the friends and how much is it the sport or the sports team that well, you're going so- there? So what it is, so you're, I think you're, you're picking at something here because it's really nothing to do with us on the field. It's the, the beauty here, why fans have more friends, is sports gives us more occasions to gather. There's a reason to get together. There's a reason to gather at the water cooler um, today to talk about uh, last night's game or the Giants game or the char- what happened with the Chargers. 
Um, these are the, it just, those occasions are always built in. And then next weekend we'll have more games to talk about and, and then so on. And everyone gathers for the Super Bowl, And then you repeat that every single year. And then when you add in other sports, you, you know, when baseball season starts and all, you know, the, just the, the long schedule, the everyday schedule of that, you have constant opportunities to reach out to somebody to say, Hey, let's go to the Braves game Thursday night. Um, did you see that play? How did he fumble the ball at the goal line? All these things are ins for conversation. You take those things away, the ins for conversation, they, they can happen. People, people survive without being sports fans. But what, you know, what, what our data reveals is when you actually put people on a spectrum of how engaged of a sports fan you are, there's all sorts of social benefits that happen. So it's not only they have more friends, the bigger fan you are, the, the, the more you report in being engaged in sports, the happy you, happier you will report being. Um, the more confident you are, the less lonely, the more um, optimistic you are about the future. On and on and on, there's all these benefits, well-being benefits that, that come out of being a sports fan. And it's not because of sports. It's because of the social connection that is created through sports. Yeah, yeah, folks, we're spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline on this holiday money morning with David Sikorjak. And he is social. David Sikorjak, you can find him on Twitter at D Sikorjak, at D Sikorjak on Twitter. Uh, the name of the book is Fans Have More Friends, and I can't wait to ask you this question because where we've been the last three years have kind of put this to the test because a lot of times we couldn't see the, uh, our friends who were fans um, because games weren't taking place or the games were being played and fans weren't allowed to go and we had to do things virtually. Talk about how this time period has really challenged uh, the, the fans who are friends and look forward to that camaraderie seeing the people that they share this common thing with or how they were able to make it survive virtually because it's really been tested in recent years. Absolutely. And I, I think the, it gave us the opportunity to write this book and test some of the propositions um, around it, whether, whether this held true. And yeah, I, I mean, not being together, you know, we, we talk about in the book um, the difference between a strong tie interaction. So those are the, your relationships, your, your spouse, your parents, um, family, close friends, close work colleagues. And then, uh, and those during the pandemic, those suffered, but you were able to do more gatherings. You, were, you could be more purposeful with those with your strong tie connections um, and still talk about whatever's going on in life, you know, minus sports for that short period that we didn't have sports. But we also talk about weak tie interactions. And those are the people you don't necessarily know. You might not know their name. It's somebody at the coffee shop somebody you might see, uh, you know, kind of driving into work or a parking attendance or something along those lines. And those really suffered during the pandemic. We lost the people on the periphery of our friends network um, that we couldn't have um, the usual interactions. And the beauty of sports is it can facilitate both of those types of interactions. You can talk about it with your dad. You can talk about it with your kids, uh, talk about it with your spouse. And you could also just have a random that you see who has a Giants cap on today or who, uh, who's a Ravens fan and, you know, and have something to say to them and open up that interaction. And the point here is those interactions, whether they're the strong tie or the weak tie are all important to our, our overall well-being. So yes, the, the pandemic really challenged that because we didn't have the opportunities to talk about things and talk about sports the way as sports fans, we, we enjoy doing it. Okay, David. So you and your partner, you guys are sitting around, you're talking about this idea. Then you go, you know what, we got a book here. So you start to research it, and you start to write it. During the research and the writing of the book, what is it that most surprised you? What is it that you learned that you weren't expecting? 
Great, great question. Um, you know, we have a line that we use over and over. Um, so, you know, and the kind of purpose for, we wrote this book for sports fans and to realize this is what's actually happening of your sports fan. It's good for you. It's good for others. And it's good for society. So lean into it. And the good for society stuff was the, the stuff that was most surprising. And it really comes down to how we are polarized as a country, right? We, are, we live in two separate worlds, um, you know, being a Republican, being a Democrat. There's things in our lifestyle, you know, the places we shop, the clothes we wear, the where we vacation, what shows we watch could, could actually indicate whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. And they have nothing to do with politics. And we have kind of grown separate apart. We live in different neighborhoods. We watch different news outlets. Sports is the one thing that actually is kind of transcends that. And you know, so what we find in, uh, in, in our research was, you know, so, so, so thinking about um, there's always been this uh, dying trust of institutions in this country. And what we found was the more engaged of a fan you are, um, the greater your trust, the greater your confidence in these institutions are. That didn't surprise us. What surprised us is a lot of institutions are kind of lean one way or the other or polarized to one side or the other. So take uh, police or the military, for instance. Republicans generally have more favorable opinions of the police and military, Democrats less favorable. What we see is that when we split Republicans and Democrats out, the bigger the fan, the, the more confidence, the, the higher the opinion of that institution is. And that holds for Republicans and it holds for Democrats. And then vice versa, um, something like uh, college professors or the news media, negative views on the Republican side, more positive views on the Democratic side. And what you see when you split them apart, the more engaged of the fan as a Republican, the higher their opinion of the news media will be, the higher their opinion of professors will be. It will still be low, but it moves. And, and that's our point. Um, and we write about this extensively in the book, that the interaction that sports creates and being able to interact around common ground makes us feel less um, adversarial versus the other side. And we need a lot more of that in this country right now. Very much, very much. We're spending some time with David Sikoriak, uh, co-author of the book, uh, Fans Have More Friends. Where can people get the book right now uh, and talk about the, the availability for people? Yeah, it's, it's available right now wherever you get your books. Um, digitally, you can probably find it anywhere. Um, you have to check with your local bookstore if they have it. But uh, you can get it on anywhere you buy your books digitally. You know who I'm thinking would be a good person? I would imagine you or your partner maybe put an audio book out for, for your work here. But if it weren't you two, I, I, I'd pick this up if Charles Barkley were to, 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 read it. <laughs> to read it for you. Talk about a guy who threw a fan through a window. Yeah, let's have him. <laughs> voice this <laughs> david listen we can't thank you enough uh I, it sounds like a great read and you know it's something i never this is a phrase i never said before fans have more friends you yeah. think when you think about it yeah you're probably right i just Food never thought. thought about it Food for thought but a phrase that you know yeah it'd be one of those and our, and our goal is to like you as the fan you realize that you know there's a when there's a game on it's an opportunity to text somebody and text for you watching this is really code for how's it going how's the family how's work going and we, you know, that's the kind of interaction sports actually fosters. We think of it as, you know, you opened up about the gorillas. Um, we think of us as being this kind of fatuous behavior, and this is silly, and you're wasting time. And, you know, we all watched football all day yesterday. So I was like, that was a complete waste of time. But no, we have amassed social currency that, you know, we watch those games with other people, and we can talk about that with other people on through the week. And those, are, those interactions are really important for our just overall well-being. 
David Sikoyak, uh, we can't thank you enough for getting up and being part of the show this morning. Much uh, success to the book. Fans have more friends. And, again, enjoy the rest of your weekend, man, and, and thanks again. All right. Thanks for having me on. All right. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.